You are listening to God's favorite radio show, Prove Us Wrong. This is how I have returned safely and soundly without having done any damage to my mortal coil. Usually while away for summer break, I come back with cracked ribs or a broken toe or an unknown virus that attacked me from one of those biological weapons delivery systems known as children. When I return from break, I always share the local news from small town northern Michigan, but this year it was more of the same. America's heartland, also known as flyover country by dicks, still has a serious meth problem, according to police reports and judges' records printed in local papers. They also have a problem with drinking and driving and a real issue with responding to court summons and appearing for trials and pretrial dates. I also learned from the Bay City News that if police pull over a suspect and find torn up lottery tickets in their wallets or cars, those tickets don't mean the alleged perp is bad at the lottery as much as it means they're crack dealers. Apparently, it is common knowledge, at least among Bay City cops, that crack dealers use torn up lottery tickets to package crack. When you think about it, it's the dumbest possible way to package rock or powder cocaine. That's why they've always used tiny Ziploc baggies or just some saran wrap. And I'm starting to think Bay City cops may be arresting people of color for losing the lottery. There was also the annual Dream Cruise in Detroit where huge crowds line tens of miles of streets as they reenact white flight with cars lining up for miles into the suburbs, then driving south, barely entering the city of Detroit, just crossing 8 Mile Road, and immediately turning around doing a 180 to flee back to the burbs. The cruise is a glowing contradiction to the world we live in today. It celebrates, even reveres the car culture that has been a major contributor to global warming. The cruise's fumes are filled with carbon dioxide, which is a deadly gas that even in smaller doses can have long-term effects. The Dream Cruise also glorifies the automotive industry and its corporate masters, despite those masters having fled from their workers long ago, replacing those still loyal workers with lower-paid substitutes in impoverished nations overseas. Why these people are still loyal to their brands that stab them in the back, I have no idea. The Cruise reveals a remarkable ability to believe in myths while being steeped in denial. That kind of belief is nothing new when you consider the number capitalism does on our psyche. On vacation, I wondered why those, like the former auto industry workers who were exploited by bosses, shareholders, and companies, would then look up to their oppressors, thieves of workers' wages, and deify the corporations that robbed them while working on the assembly line. Why do we suffer at their expense and then lift those up who caused the suffering, raising them to the level of titans, which in Greek mythology are children of Earth and Uranus. And when you're talking about the capitalist a-holes who've worked hard at exploding, exploiting others' work and destroying the planet, Earth and Uranus, that's about right. Do we all secretly wish to be those a-holes to suppress others, to profit from others' work as we do nothing? Do we all really want to lavish upon ourselves the wasteful goods of overconsumption that the entertainment industry has apparently successfully preached to us is the ultimate goal of life? Does capitalism make us all want to be as wasteful as those who don't care about the effects of that waste on the planet or on anyone's lives but their own? 
Do we all want to be in a position of wealth and power so we can benefit from the suffering of others? Is the goal of capitalism to find joy in the suffering of others? Is schadenfreude the sheer pleasure one has in seeing the misery of others the oil that greases the wheels of capitalism? I've never understood why people laugh at others' suffering. Sure, I've done it. When I was a kid, I loved the Three Stooges. But there always seemed to be something in that laughter and cheer, something off and not quite right. I would laugh and then reflect upon the pain Curly must have suffered with his head in that printing press, and suddenly I'd feel sorry for laughing. As a kid, I was teased due to my disability of being legally blind. I watched as other kids laughed at my misery at having to wear sunglasses even when it was kind of dark out because my eyes cannot see it in any amount of sunlight, of having to hold books close to my face to read the print it was a bit too close for my vision. All that teasing, sure, it drove me nuts. So maybe I'm more sensitive to laughing and feelings of joy when others suffer. But I certainly don't blame those who are laughing, who are enjoying others' misery. It makes complete sense to me that they find happiness in others' pain because that's what capitalism is, the celebration of profiting from others' work and the glee those profits create while imposing upon and insisting upon pain being done to others. Schadenfreude would seem to be the ultimate goal of capitalism, to enjoy your riches, smiling, laughing, while riding around in your luxury yacht without ever considering those who helped you buy that yacht or the impact the making and sailing of that yacht has on the world we live in and the working and living conditions of the workers who built it. Capitalism thrives on denial and a self-deluding worldview that your contributions to society have helped others instead of what it really has done, made other lives far more miserable than your own. It's not your fault. You were born that way. Okay, not born, but you were taught and trained that success is being defined by the number in your bank account, and that happiness, no matter how many others may have suffered, is certain to follow. In capitalism, we all strive to be the oppressor because that's all we've ever been taught to be, oppressors. So if it makes sense, then, that in capitalism, we find happiness in the misery of others because capitalism incentivizes misery for profit. Capitalism is a religion of cruelty with faith and greed and a willful ignorance of all the damage being done to hum human bodies and all nature that surrounds us. Capitalism praises our inhumanity to others, which is allowed by a cost-benefit analysis that ignores what happens to anyone else, what happens to everyone else. Teasing, taunting, bullying, these are all character traits promoted by capitalism. No wonder it loves professional sports so much. It revels in the poor sportsmanship that is part of the game. Sports also neatly defines and demarcates winners and losers, another classifying aspect of capitalism that inherently endorses a caste system based on class. Capitalism teaches us to not care about others as long as we get paid more. It teaches us to be mean, to be intolerant, because those defense mechanisms protect us from any deeper consideration of the impact our capitalist lives have on others and the world around us. No, I'm not surprised when I hear someone laughing while teasing a child, a child in fear of what might happen next. Makes sense. That's what capitalism has taught us to do. Find pleasure in others' duress. Like watching Detroit's dream cruise, capitalism has ingrained in us an ability to ignore its toxic fumes that it causes and breathes them in deeply as gearheads enjoy the poison without considering its effects. They line up and watch the totems of a car culture parade by that has led to massive climate disruptions, sea level rises, and coming this fall, really high food prices as U.S. farming was devastated during this year's planting season. And that's the really screw, screwed up thing about capitalism. It changes our morals and ethics. It changes the way we see the world around us to the point that we've actually found joy 
in our own suffering, we actually cheer and applaud as the machines that are destroying our own planet slowly roll through a traffic jam, consuming wasteful amounts of climate change causing fuel. And we breathe it all in deeply. Well, all I can do is exhale. This is hell.